Are you not entertained? Thoughts by DeVille Dia, the podcast. Are you ready to get into the mind of DeVille Dia? Yeah. Are you ready to dive into the thoughts of DeVille Dia? Yeah. Let's do this without further ado. You. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy DeVille Dia from Thoughts by DeVille Dia. And we're going to do another episode of Growing Up DeVille, my life story series. One of several series that I got going on right now. We got the Growing Up DeVille Dia and we have the Hearts of Men. Where I'm discussing uh, relationships and dating. That first episode did drop last Wednesday. So if you haven't checked it out, check it out, man. I got some feedback on that, man. I shared it out uh heavily on facebook and somebody replied to it and said no thanks to (laughs) listening to my podcast appreciate you man for taking the time out to tell me that you weren't gonna listen that troll train is heavy out here nowadays man people find enjoyment in trying to uh crush your spirit i think like you could have just you could have just scrolled past brother you (laughs) but whatever man today we're gonna talk about Deville gets fly, or at least I tried to see. Coming up, I wasn't just the swaggiest kid ever. So when I did see an opportunity to try to jump fly, I took full advantage of it. Now, my mom used to shop at this place called Royal's Boutique down in Valdosta. Royal's Boutique was a store that sold, sold like hair, wigs, clothes jewelry stuff like that but the majority of the stuff there was knockoff tommy knockoff polo knockoff what else was popular at the time pretty much any fubu knockoff any popular brand at that time back in the 90s they had it in there and it was a knockoff and it was blatantly knocked off too other than the fubu like the fubu stuff was you could pass the fubu stuff off as legit but the um the Tommy and stuff like that you you might have a Tommy Hilfiger uh, shirt and it has a fruit of a loom tag in the back but we still being kids would try to pass it off as real because a lot of us didn't know the difference because we weren't shopping up in Macy's or uh, Triffinger's or none of those places like that anyway but one day we were in that shopping and one of my favorite things to do would be to look at the jewelry and I, they sold jewelry, rings, necklaces, all that type of stuff. And some of it would be real and some of it would be, you know, costume jewelry. But it was one of my favorite things to do. While my mom would be shopping or while she was checking out, I'd be up at the counter looking at the jewelry. One day in particular, I noticed that they had gold teeth in that junk. I'm talking about gold teeth. Now, of course, they weren't real gold teeth. They were a gold metallic uh, substance that was shaped to fit off you know the first your first four front teeth they would fit on individual uh gold teeth and being in the south in the 90s gold teeth was a big thing people weren't really wearing like the well at least where i was at people weren't wearing most people didn't have like a mouth full of gold teeth they have like one or two but it was popping back then and i convinced my mother to buy me one and uh it had a big goofy ass five-pointed star dead center in the middle and it went on your front teeth 
you know, your two front teeth. I don't know what they're called, but right there in the front. I saw I got one, and I slapped that thing on my tooth, and it would snap on. Man, I went back to school, and you couldn't tell me nothing. I was fly. Couldn't tell me nothing. I found every excuse it was in the world to open my mouth and show everybody that I had gold teeth. Now, I realized that there was a couple other people who had found this trend going on, and they were, were wearing uh, the, the same gold caps that I had. Like, this is before people was wearing grills. Because um, back then, it wasn't like when having a grill was frowned upon in the 90s. Like, having pull-out gold teeth, that was trash. That was nothing. It, it, it wasn't cool to do that. So, of course, I drew the attention of my classmates and my teacher. My teacher was trying to figure out why the hell my mother would allow me to get gold teeth. She was, you know, she was a middle-aged uh, white lady. She didn't know nothing about rubber teeth or the fake gold teeth. She thought I really went out and got gold teeth in my mouth. So, um, so uh, they were asking. I became the topic of conversation in my class, and they were everybody was asking, you know, why'd you do that and why'd you do that, and I was like came up with this story i told him that i had a problem with my tooth i had a, a sensitive tooth and i had to get work done on it but uh they needed to do something until they could do the work so they decided to slap this cap on my tooth and cement it on and people went for it i don't know if my teacher actually believed it but the kids in my class they went for it and nobody really asked me about it again until except my best friend my best friend he knew what it was and he pulled me to the side one day and he told me about it and he laughed because he actually had one himself, but he was ashamed to wear it. So he pulled his out and snapped it on his tooth and we had a good laugh about it. But one of the struggles of having this in your mouth was it came time to eat. Went to the lunchroom and so I, I, I'm sitting with my boys and I discreetly pull it out and I eat. You know, I keep my mouth closed while I'm eating and then I try to snap it back on without anybody seeing it and you know that some bitch popped right back off and it made a noise when it popped up and all the people that were sitting me saw it and they laughed so hard and I snapped it back on and but we just let it go we was kids I wasn't tripping on it but I got so used to wearing that thing I was so proud of it I got to the point where I wouldn't leave the house without it I wouldn't go to the store I definitely wasn't going to school without having my gold tooth in I was just like I, I would search and search and search until I found it. I, I would, I tried at all costs to avoid going to school without that tooth in because I wanted the people that didn't know it was it was fake to keep believing that it was real. So I'm I'm starting to reach attain a certain level of swagginess out here, man, uh, with my gold tooth. You know, getting a little bit of acceptance in the school because I'm still. Even though I've been there for a while since like what fifth grade, fourth grade, I had been living down there, but I still was the new kid. I still was getting adjusted and making friends and, and, and getting to know people. So that bought me a little bit of street cred because, you know, at one point in time, to have gold teeth kind of signified that you were into and living a certain type of lifestyle that I definitely wasn't living, you know, at. <laughs> At what, 11, 12 years old, something like that. I definitely wasn't living no street lifestyle, but I had to look, go with it to, to uh, get that perception. So it helped me 
gain uh, acceptance from people that normally didn't really rock with me. And then, out of all things that could happen, one of the worst things that can happen to a kid in the urban community happened. My mom goes out and she goes shopping. So, when she comes home, I'm at home, I'm chilling, I'm by myself. Um, mom goes shopping, she comes home, and she's got bags. And she's like, hey, I got something for you. I'm like, oh, bet, what, what, what we got? And she hands me this bag. And I noticed the bag was big and fluffy. So I look in it and I see a, a coat because it's starting to get cold. And this coat has the same exact color wave of the Charlotte Hornets basketball team. So I'm like, oh, snap. Mom's done bought me a fly Charlotte Hornets joint. Maybe it's a starter or something. I pulled that thing out and it did not have not one logo on it. Not one logo to the first. It wasn't even a knockoff Charlotte Hornet. It was just a, a purple, teal, and white <laughs> coat. And I was like, uh, thanks. So my sister comes in and she sees it and she just starts laughing. And of course, mom's like, well, what are you laughing about? And he's like, she, he can't wear that coat. What do you mean he can't wear that coat? It's like, she wears that coat every, it looks like a, a, a starter coat. He wears that coat. Everybody's going to clown him. Mom doesn't care. Mom doesn't give a damn. Mom is, is being mom, and she's like, well, if his ass get cold enough, he'll wear it. <laughs> and truth was truth. Uh, it got cold one day, and I went to school, and I refused to wear that jacket because my mom would be asleep when I went to school, so she didn't know if I was wearing it or not. So it got cold, and I went to school, and I had like a little corduroy, black corduroy jacket on, and I was freezing my little ass out out there. So that day I was like, that next day I was like, no. Because when we went to school, right, you get there. If you got there early enough, you go and then you have breakfast in the lunchroom. And then after that, you had to go outside and stand outside up against the wall until it was time for class. And then they let everybody in the building. So you were standing out there in the cold. And the teachers would be out there standing in the cold uh, monitoring us. So I was like, there's no way in hell I'm going to pull two days uh, standing out here freezing my little balls off without a jacket on. So I decide, you know what, screw it. Tomorrow I'm wearing my jacket. So I arrived at school the next day wearing my bum-ass uh, fake starter coat. I get there, uh, I'm turning the corner, walking around the building, turning the corner where all the kids in my grade is going to be at, and I'm like, this is the moment of truth. Now, I had prepared myself for what was about to ensue, the roasting session and everything, so, you know, I was ready for it. I turned the corner, and I spot my friends, my four, the four guys, three, four guys that I hung out with at school. So I go straight to them, boom. And one of them turns and he looks at me while I'm walking up. He's like, oh, look at my boy with the, wait, wait. I thought that was a Charlotte Hornet coat. And then they laugh at me. But that was the end of it. He was like, oh man, you know, 
it's a dope. It, I thought it's not Charlotte Hornets, but it's still a dope looking coat, cool looking coat. And he was like, matter of fact, so and so has one. And I look up, and lo and behold, one of the cool kids is wearing the exact same coat that I have. Ah, <sighs> sigh of relief, because I'm like, okay, I probably can get away with this because he has it, and I know nobody's gonna pick at this guy. So by default, I feel like if nobody's gonna pick at him, nobody's gonna pick at me, and they don't. I make it through the whole day. Nobody says nothing, and I had these purple, uh, these purple, black and white nikes that matched the coat that i had i already had those before but at this point i'm feeling swaggy i got my gold teeth no wait i'm rushing the story so i make it through that day the next day i get up and i'm feeling kind of swaggy now because i have the same coat that one of the cool kids have so i jump up pull out my outfit together and i whip out these nikes i got these uh purple black and white nikes they looked like a pair of Nike flights, but they weren't. They had no flight on the back. They didn't have air on the back or nothing. They were just some basic ass Nikes that looked like some cool Nikes that people used to wear. So I throw them on because they matched my coat. Now I'm swaggied up. I'm going to school. Swaggied up. I'm confident. Confident is, confidence is on extra high this day. So I show up to school. Uh, I'm walking around the building and these two kid, these two guys, basketball player guys, start clowning my shoes. But they were just playing. They were just goofy. It wasn't like they were trying to hurt my feelings. But they made sure they mentioned the fact that my my shoes didn't have flight on the back. And then we started talking about something else. And I was like, no, no, don't worry about it. We just, we just messing with you. So we walk around that corner where all the kids in our grade are. I find my friends again. And I'm over there standing up, uh, with my friends. And now they're really accepting the coat. Like, oh man, you pulled out the shoes to match the coat. I'm doing it out here. I got my gold tooth, I got my shoes that match my coat. I'm styling, profiling. Woo! Ric Flair drip. So then, uh, we're just standing there talking, and one of my buddies is like, hey, yo, so and so's coming over here, which was very unusual because at this point in my life, I'm part of the nerd group. I'm not part of the cool kids yet. So it's very unusual for him to come over here to talk to us. He walks up to me and he says, Man, why you trying to steal my style? Huh? Everybody knows that I'm the one with the gold teeth. I was the first one with the gold teeth here. Okay. And now you show up and you got the same... Uh, the same coat that I got And you trying to set it off With the Nikes I feel like you trying to steal my stuff See swagger jacking wasn't a term at the time But what I basically had been accused of Was swagger jacking And I'm like nah man Nobody trying to steal your style Cause I'm trying to be tough Because I know if, if I don't say something back Then I'm just gonna look goofy as hell and So then he's like no, man, I don't like that. I feel like you people saying you're trying to steal my stuff. And I don't like it. And he walks upon me. You know how when you're kids and you're acting like you want to fight and you do that little thing where you put your head down and walk up on somebody real close and, and, and puff up. He hit me with that joint. Now, this is the first time in my life that Young DeVille is getting checked. That's what's happening. I'm getting checked out here. 
and I don't know what to do. I don't know how to react. So what do I do? I go into my slightly defensive, offensive mode where I'm just like, man, go on without that. Man, go on without that. Man, like everything he said was like, man, go on without that. And see, what I'm doing is I'm figuring I'm going to get my ass kicked regardless. So if I'm going to get my ass kicked anyway, either way, I can't be a punk and then get my ass kicked on top of that. I at least got to act like I'm not worried about getting my ass kicked. Then get my ass kicked. The ass, you can you can carry the ass whooping a little different at that point. <laughs> so I'm like, man, going with all that. Man, going without that. And then he was like, girl, you better stop uh, jocking my style. And he walked off. <laughs> got out of that one. Now, my friends, look, it was like, have y'all seen that movie Friday? When this guy rolled up on us and got aggressive, my friends was like, when Craig and Day Day and everybody was sitting, not Day Day, Craig and Smokey, and everybody was sitting on the porch and Debo rolled up and started uh, running on boys' chain and everybody just kind of turned and looked the other way. That's the exact same way uh, my friends did. But of course, when he left, they was like, man, you should have swung on him. And I'm like, hell yeah, should have swung on that dude. But I didn't. And I wasn't because he was bigger than me. And you know when you're a kid, if somebody's bigger than you, that's automatically an L in your head. You think that bigger is better, and if they're bigger than you, then they'll beat you. That's how you think when you're a kid, or at least that's how I thought when I was a kid. So, I didn't have any more problems after that. It wasn't one of those, I'm going to catch you after school and beat you up type of situations. None of that. But I continued to wear my jacket, and I continued to wear my gold teeth. Because he wasn't in my class. And as you know, in uh, middle school, everything is kind of separated. So if you're not in my class, I'm not going to see you all day. You're not going to get be able to get close enough to me to fight me. Because at the most, you'll see we might pass each other in the hallway. And if you get out of that line, your teacher's going to be on your ass. <laughs> so I played confident when really I wasn't. As confident as I, I was making it out to be, I just had enough common sense to know or to feel like that the, the opportunity for him to get to me was very low as long as I made it into the building in the morning. But I did look for him. The next couple of days when I got to school, I did kind of look where his class stood at to see if he was over there because I didn't want I didn't want to get caught slipping. I mean, he could walk over there in the mornings, but after that, it was like I wasn't worried about it. But then... <sighs> the dreadful and sad day came that I did actually lose my gold tooth. I lost it, misplaced it, couldn't find it. And so that was the end of the reign of my gold tooth. And eventually one day I found it. Man, I had wore that thing so much that the back of it had turned silver. Like all the gold on the back rubbed off because I used to rub my tooth against it like that. I used to rub my teeth against it so... It had a circle on the back that was just silver, but I wasn't worried about that because nobody could see that. But, man, I lost that thing, and it broke my heart. And then eventually one day uh, I was going through some stuff. I think we were moving, and I found it, and it was tarnished. It was like, you know, how it gets that blackish stuff, gets that blackish green color on the metal. But I took it, and I was like, I probably can still pull this off. I took it and I cleaned it up real good and 
I went and stuck it on my tooth, and when I put it on my tooth, and how it normally would and, cl and click on there, when it, that joint snapped right in half. That was the end of the reign of DeVille and the cold tooth when DeVille got fly and almost got his ass whooped just for a second. Thank y'all for tuning in to Thoughts by DeVille DI. Appreciate each and every last one of y'all. Make sure that you come back Wednesday for the Hearts of Men series. This one we'll be talking about. The last one I was talking about older men dating younger women. And then this one we're going to be talking about commitment or better yet men being afraid of commitment. So come back Wednesday for that and definitely come back Monday for the morning discipline that I do Monday through Friday premieres at 7 a.m. The Hearts of Men premieres at 7 p.m. I think I'm going to keep rolling with that time because I like seven. Don't at me. I got hands. But, yes, I appreciate each and every last one of y'all that listen to my show, man, really and truly do. And like I said, man, y'all have a, enjoy the rest of your day, your night, your evening, whenever you listen to this. And make sure that you get on back over here. I'm out of here, man. Peace.